Hi, friends. Welcome to the Rock Your Joy podcast. I'm your host, Anya Rock, a woman, artist, entrepreneur, mom, and high-performance coach. I'm working on becoming the best version of myself and inspiring others to do the same. This is my invitation to you to be part of the collective shifting of consciousness. Let's choose love. Let's choose joy. And let's rock your joy one day at a time. Hi, friends. Welcome back. My guest today is Shannon Booth, a mom of four, a community connector, and the creator of House of Shan. She recently launched her apparel line called Live What You Love. The imperfect heart is stitched over the heart to remind us to love deeply and lift others up. And a portion of all sales go to My Block, My Hood, My City, which is a local grassroots organization currently supporting small businesses in their effort to rebuild after looting devastated the neighborhoods. Many of us are asking, what more can I do? How can I help? And in celebration of this episode, Shannon and I have partnered to do a giveaway. You can follow us on our Instagram, the link is in the show notes, and tag a friend that inspires you to live what you love. For every tag, I will match Live What You Love's donation to my block, my hood, my city, up to $500. You can also double your impact by making a direct purchase and using the code ROCKYOURJOY. I will match Shannon's donation to that as well, so we can start to make an impact right here in our own city. So without further ado, Welcome to the show, Shannon. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited. So tell me, Shannon, about you and your mission. And what is, what is Shannon's mission? What is House of Shan? And just to kind of, I always ask how you are, but I feel like that's such a, it's such a touch and go moment to moment question totally. right now. But yeah, um, it depends on the hour, the minute I feel like right now. Um, yeah. So I feel like, you know, it's, I think about what I'm doing right now and I feel like the reason um, it's kind of catching on and people are spreading the word is because it's happened very organically. And um, I started House of Shan. I feel like I should kind of start from the beginning if that's okay. Yeah, tell us the journey for sure. Yeah. I love that. So, um, and that's kind of the beautiful part about it too. Like I was thinking about this the other day. I feel like everything in my life, like the ups and downs and my life experiences have kind of led me to wanting to do this right now. And I just didn't realize it until now that I'm in it. And it makes me so happy. It truly brings me so much joy. So when I think about all these things that have kind of happened in my life, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's cool how it's, you know, like it's all part of my journey and um, got me to doing this live what you love collection and um, starting House of Shan, which um, started as a website. But basically, I would say, you know, I, I worked throughout my 20s um, in fashion. Um, that always sounds so glamorous, but I was um, on the wholesale side. So I was always, I got to go to, um, to New York all the time, but I was also driving to Michigan, Ohio, Minnesota with um, a collection of clothes and, you know, selling them to stores. And it was so much fun because I got to meet so many people. Um, and all of that. But then when I decided to that, when Greg and I decided we wanted to start a family, it was hard because, you know, you're constantly traveling. And, and then it was hard to get pregnant. And um, I didn't anticipate that. I think a lot of women feel like, you know, I want to have a baby and you just feel like it's going to happen like that. And it was, that was 
that was a big part of my journey. I feel like there was a lot in that period of time that caused me to, I, you know, it was just, it was, it was a painful time in my life. So when we, we went through fertility and I had my first son case and um, there was some heartache with that too, but we, we had case and we were, we felt so lucky. And then we decided, okay, we want to have a, we want to have another child right, you know, right away again, because we want to have more kids. And what if this takes forever again? And then I went to my doctor and he said, well, because of, you know, your, your fertility issues and all that, he's like, I, I would probably go back to your fertility doctor and do it the same way you did before. So we did. And sure enough, I got pregnant the first try with twins and case was not even a year old. So um, my husband, I think, sat in shock for 30 minutes and didn't say anything. I was like, are you going to say anything ever? Just you need to say something to make me feel better right now. So the point is, is we had we had our three boys so close together. And, you know, now I feel like it's such a blessing. But when we were in it, it was I mean, I mean, I hardly remember some of it because it was so crazy at that point in our life. So Case was 19 months old and then we had our twin boys, Ben and Shay. And yeah, so they were all babies, basically. People think they're triplets. But I really felt like uh, when my twins were born that I needed a lifeline. And I think, you know, we, you know, I was, I wasn't working and I was home and it was all those beautiful things, but it was really hard and I was struggling. So a couple dear friends of mine, um, Peyton Callahan and Nicole Whitehurst, they had had this mom's group that I always admired. I thought it was such a cool idea. And I kind of got in on the tail end of it because their kids are older, but they had started it as kind of a a way to connect women. And I, I loved the idea of it. And the idea was to have speakers come in and talk about relevant mom topics and a point of connection for women to get out and have a glass of wine and not be around their kids. <laughs> <laughs> and the idea was that, you know, when, when women are in those situations, when we're all, you know, kind of in that stage, like you tend to be vulnerable and open up and that's where all these beautiful connections happen. So I um, kind of got in on the tail end of it when their kids were older. And so one had moved and the other was moving. And I said, hey, would you mind if I started this back up? And so when my twins were five months old is when I started, I reignited 24-7 moms. And it's been over eight years now. And it's been such a great part of my motherhood journey because it's allowed me to connect so many women. And I feel like I love that too. And I need that connection. Um, and there's been so many beautiful friendships that have developed, but I've also loved so many conversations that have come up at these um, evenings where it's like, we're talking about our biggest struggles and we're opening up about, um, you know, I've had psychologists come in and talk about birth order and um, sex therapists come in and talk, you know, marriage therapists and parent coaches and all sorts of things that have, you know, kind of opened up. Um, and I, I was thinking this morning, I'm like, I would love to have Anya come and talk at some point because now we're kind of now we're kind of focusing more on us as our kids get a little bit older and like getting back into the world. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of where my journey has gone. Like I was working and then I was home and then, um, this 24 seven mom really fulfilled me and I decided I wanted to make it a little bit bigger. So last year I started house of Shan. I wanted to have a platform where I could kind of put all these ideas and kind of write some things. And of course I love fashion and all the other stuff too, and kind of put it onto a website and like have a community online. So it wasn't just my Chicago friends, because I feel like I've had so many women reach out over the years and go, tell me more about this 24 seven moms. What is this? And I would love to start something like that. And I always say, do it. Like you don't have to have, it doesn't need to be some big grand thing. Like just, you know, 
have 10 women over in your living room and have somebody come over and talk about a, a topic that interests you all. And you'll be surprised at the conversations that come out of it. It's, it's pretty cool. So that is how um, House of Shan started. And I have this, of course, I have one on because I wear one every day, but I have this imperfect heart was the logo and my brother-in-law who's, he's a creative and he was kind of helping me with how I wanted it all to look on my website. And the idea is it's an imperfect heart because nobody's perfect. And I feel like we're all just doing the best we can and, you know, social media and all that other stuff will give you a different idea, but that's the truth, truth of it, right. When it comes down to it. So that was the basis of house of Shan um, is to put some of the topics from our, from our meetings and have some of the speakers write up, do a write up and be able to share it online. And then also share some of my personal experiences, like the loss of my mom. And, you know, one of the things I was thinking about, cause it was just, um, national, it was just in national infertility week. And that was one of the things that I, I didn't get to, but I'm like, at some point I want to share my journey too, because I feel like even if I help one person with that's struggling with that right now, so things like that. And, um, it's been really cool over the last year, people that have reached out that have said, gosh, I read the, the, you know, the letter you wrote to your mom online and it really helped me or, you know, just, and it's opened up conversations and I've developed friendships through, through that. So it's, it's been, it's, beautiful. it's been awesome. Yeah. So that's kind of the, um, the basis of house of Shan. And then this past year or this past December, I did my mistletoe market, which is, um, another, thing we always do with um, 24 seven mom. And it's a way for women in the group to kind of, if they have a small business or a craft that they do to kind of show it and sell it over the holidays. And it's kind of a fun thing for everyone to get together. And I've always done it at my house and on a smaller scale. And then this year I said, I want to open it up to the public and do it at a bigger space. So I can, as whoever wants to come can come and support these women. And, and then I had this idea for this live what you love sweatshirt. And that's kind of, I was very timid about it, but um, I, I brought it. I, I had a, I had about twenty made of these sweatshirts, and um, and I had this idea behind it, this "Live What You Love" sweatshirt. And then I brought it to the um, mistletoe market, and of course, my friends were all nice and they bought them. But then I was like, well, maybe I should make some more. And it's kind of spiraled into this kind of cool thing that people are wanting to share and spread the word. Yeah, and great timing. Yeah, it's such, it's for sure. You could never have planned it this no. way, but I think the the message of living and sharing love is so much is more timely than you could know. Yeah. And we all need yeah. that. So tell us a little bit about the story behind that, the inspiration and yeah. So um, when my mom was so we found out my mom was sick with um with cancer, and we knew that she didn't have very long. Like the prognosis wasn't wasn't good, and so she had been doing chemo and it was kind of at the end of that. And, um, she wanted to come one last time to Chicago. I always cry when I tell this story, but it's, it's really a beautiful story though. So she, she wanted, she loved coming. That was kind of her one trip that she did for herself because she never really did much for herself, but she always loved to come to Chicago and see my boys and us. And we wanted to make it happen one last time because we knew that was kind of it. And so the doctor gave it the okay and she came and she was so sick, but um, we had the best week. And I, I truly, we have so many memories from that week that I'll always just hold on to. And at one point 
um, in the week, one of my friends came over and just dropped a gift off for my mom and I. And um, it was so sweet, just in these two little gift bags. And my mom and I opened them up at the same time. And there were bracelets that said, live what you love on them. And I know it's so simple, but it's one of those things, you know, when you hear something and you see something and it just sticks with you. And I'm like, live what you love. Like, is there anything more true and simple in life than that? I mean, you know, it just stuck with me and my mom and I put them on and it just meant so much to both of us. And she ended up dying a month later um, at home and my brother and I were with her and it was a really beautiful way to pass. I think for a parent, my brother and I were both holding her hand and it was, it was kind of amazing that she was able to be home and we were both, we were both there, but um, I just held on to those words and I feel like that's kind of the inspiration for it. So after that, I feel like my whole, my whole kind of outlook on life shifted after my mom passed because I, you know, it's just when you lose someone that close to you, I think it's kind of what happens, right? I mean, it's just, you realize you have to live in the moment and you have to make the best of all of this, even now with what's happening in the world. So that's kind of, I chose, I'm like, from now on, this is how I'm living my life. And I, you know, I've always tried to, but it was like, this is it. And so, yeah. So then when I just, so then, you know, I started House of Shan and then when I did these sweatshirts, I'm like, I want it to be called the Live What You Love sweatshirt after kind of that, you know, that moment with my mom and the bracelet and all that. And so I named it that. And then I sat down and I wrote what I wanted it to mean. And, um, and I literally just wrote it once and that was it. And it, um, I didn't change a thing, but the meaning is it's an imperfect heart stitched over your heart as a daily reminder to live your passion laugh every day, love deeply, lift others up, and don't ever quit your daydream. So um, yeah, I mean, and now it's it's been, been pretty incredible how people have been excited to share it. I love that, like, you know, you've been so sweet and you bought one for your mom. My kids love oh. your shirt. Well, that's what, <laughs> and that's truly what makes me so happy too, is that little boys are wearing this heart. Like, I didn't think my husband was going to, my husband wears one every day. Like, and you bought one for your husband. Like, I just feel like it's yeah. so sweet that I don't know why I thought that. I don't know why I didn't think, but it, it's incredible. Everyone is, is drawn to it because I think of the meaning behind it and it's kind of a, a message of positivity. So that's, yeah, that's what makes me so I happy. Think too, it's interesting, especially now, now we bought the masks and we've been wearing the mask and it's, Somebody, a, a yoga teacher said to me a long time ago, like, always think about what you wear in the words that you wear, that you choose to wear in your shirts, right? Because that's not only is there energy being given out, but you're, you're wearing it. So that's energy receiving and giving in both ways. Mm. And what I think is so powerful about your shirt and the emblem and the symbolism and just sort of the story is that everyone, it is so, it's universal, but it's individual. It's just such a wonderful, like wearing a mask. I'm like, there's a heart mm. on this. You can see the heart. Yeah. You know, this is this is because we can't we aren't we aren't smiling at each other. We're behind a mask, but this just this yeah. uh wordless message of saying we're still full of yeah. love. Yeah. It's really powerful. I know. Right and it's funny because I, I I don't think I'll ever get used to these masks. I, I hate not being able no. to see people's <laughs> smiles, of course, all that, but like you're right. And I actually haven't heard somebody say that yet, but that means a lot to me because it's true. It's like we still have this little heart here. We still have this, this hope. And, and it, those masks, I mean, that I, you know, I, I did that 
kind of as a favor to my embroiderer who makes uh, my sweatshirts. And he, he came to me and said, Hey, could we make some of these for you? And I think like everyone else, they're trying to make ends meet right now. And you know, they're, you know, like everyone, it's, everyone's having trouble managing. And I said, okay, sure. I mean, we can make some masks, but then I felt, you know, that's not what I'm doing. And I felt like there's women that are stitching these and selling them. And I'm like, I'm doing this as a favor to him. So I felt weird about even, I'm like, I'm not going to try to profit on these masks. So it's been cool to see people get behind it. Cause they're like, okay, I'm buying a mask and I'm donating to feed our front lines or, you know, this other organization we started giving to this, um, my block, my hood, my city. So yeah, people come together in a crisis. That's the beautiful part about what's happening right now is seeing all the people that are supporting one another. Yeah, absolutely. Can you talk a little bit about the philanthropic piece of both the live what you love shirt and now the mask? just where, what inspired that and how is that, um, woven into the story? Yeah. So when I uh, did the mistletoe market, I um, had decided we were going to do a raffle. When people walked in, we were going to do kind of like, a, you know, $20 at the door and you get a bag and then you have a chance to enter and get all these fun prizes. And I wanted it all to go to a local charity. And so I picked a charity that I was familiar to, familiar with. It's a women's shelter. It's called um, House of Good Shepherd in Chicago, and they focus on victims of domestic violence. It's an incredible organization because women and children come there and they a lot of times just come with the clothes on their backs and they have a 12 week program that you have to enter when you go there to start the healing process. So it's not just like a place where you can like, you know, be there and leave. It's like, no, if you go there, you're, you're there and they're going to help you heal and they're going to help you get to that next, that next step in your life. And, you know, on that road to, to a new life essentially. So, um, I, decided I wanted the um, the raffle money to go there. And we were able to raise like $1,000 in gift cards for this organization. And then I went there and I really started to get involved and like talk to the women that run this place. And I'm like, gosh, this is pretty cool. And I was like, well, what if I did $5 from every purchase of these sweatshirts to go to that and just see what happens? And since I started, I, it was basically the end of December. I just wrote them a $3,000 check for, you know, whatever, whatever they need it for, which is amazing and incredible that, you know, people are so excited to give to. I mean, I think that's like you said about like wearing something, but I think also our purchases right now, I feel like people are very, you know, I know I am like, I just, you know, like we all are, it's like, you want to give back to something right now. We all are trying to support and all of that. So I think um, people are always willing to get behind something that you can give back. And that for me was a big part of it. So we gave 3000 and then since the pandemic started, we shifted and we did this feed our front lines, which my neighbors started as a way to, you know, kind of raise morale in hospitals for these COVID heroes that are saving lives and risking their lives. And they thought they were going to, their goal was 5,000 and they're over 20,000 right now. So it's pretty incredible. So we were able to get 1500 to them. And then we just gave 1500 to this, my block, my hood, my city, which is another, another incredible organization and they um, right now are focusing on giving supplies and wellness check-ins to seniors and people in, you know, areas that need the help. So, so yeah, that's, the, that's a great part too about it. It's like, oh my gosh, we get to give this too. And it's all because people are being so supportive of what we're doing. So, yeah, I love it. I love the, you know, as I was going through your website earlier, like you have this wonderful mix of like fashion and fun and motherhood and 
you know, this beautiful giving spirit. And I think just bringing all those together and connecting women is a really, those are really powerful things right now that we all need more of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. I mean, that is a big part of who I am. I feel like I thrive on that connection and my friendships. So lucky to have so many women in my corner that, you know, after my, my mom was my person, like every time I needed something, I, I called her or just needed to vent or cry or laugh, whatever. She was just, you know, she was my person. And so many people have kind of stepped in since, since she passed and have been that person for me. So I feel so lucky to have those friendships. You know, I feel like everyone, everyone needs those. Yeah. Well, it's a beautiful legacy you're, you're building for her, for her spirit and her memory. Yeah. Thank you. So, and you have four boys at home now. Yes. Um, sure do. And, <laughs> and are, you know, a creative and entrepreneur doing all of this. So what keeps you grounded and inspired on the daily? Well, you know, it's interesting. Like right now, I feel like this has been interesting. I feel like a lot of people are finding this too. I mean, we were, we were so busy. Our kids are so active. And I always say like, I've never seen boys with more energy than mine. And I'm sure every mom says that, but I'm like, no, really, they never stop. They're never tired. Um, (laughs) And they all thrive off of each other's energy. And then it's like, you know, um, so we were, we were also busy. And then I had my thing, which I've been so kind of lucky to find my little niche again. And the boys have been busy with their activities and my husband coaches them. And, you know, he's obviously, he has a full-time job. So it's like, this has caused us all to stop and just kind of reevaluate, right. And what's important and just kind of focus on our family and, I'm finding so much joy in that too. It's so hard. I mean, it's so hard. Every day to day is so hard. I'm trying to balance the homeschooling thing. And we ju- we missed one of the small group meetings this morning because there's just, you know, too much going on. And, but, um, you know, we, I'm, I'm finding so much joy and just like, we have a puzzle going right now and we've had a puzzle going since the pandemic started. We were puzzlers. I'm like, who knew we, we, we never had time to sit down <laughs> and do a puzzle, but we're doing all these thousand piece puzzles. And we're taking walks every day as a family. And I feel like these little nuggets that come out of our walks and just this time that I feel like we're always going to remember. And I feel like our kids are going to remember as something actually really positive, you know? Um, So I feel like right now, as hard as this is, like it's a really special time. So I'm finding a lot of little joys out of it. I truly am. But yeah, I, I feel like the other thing that really is bringing me joy right now is uh, I'm writing, you know, I call it happy mail when I send out these packages and I'm writing little notes for people to send to their loved ones. And some of them I start crying at because it's like, oh my gosh, I get to like be the person that sends this to someone to bring them happiness, you know? And I've had, I've had a few people that have had, that have lost people to COVID that have written notes to someone in their family just to cheer them up and, you know, I'm in tears writing these, but it's like these happy tears that it's like a joyful thing. Um, so that kind of keeps me going too. It's like really a beautiful thing that I get to do right now, you know? Yeah. Isn't that interesting how just even being in service of that way brings joy? Yeah, and it really does. To be able to to give in a different way. Yeah. Because I feel like we, we all feel a little bit, I've heard this over and over that we say, you know, we almost feel um, not guilty, but it's it's this feeling of of helplessness because we are not the ones 
you know, fighting, we're being asked to stay home. It feels like we're being asked to retreat. I've been really working on my own language of calling this my retreat for wellness of just really empowering my words and our family's choices that we are home and it's for the greater good, but to be giving in some way, to be creative, to be finding ways to give is really a win-win because it just fills up our own. Yeah, for sure. Soul. For sure. It does. And, you know, and I, we, I feel like our, you know, our kids are slowly learning that too, that it feels better to give than to receive, you know, but yeah, it's, it's, um, it is really special. And I feel so lucky that kind of my path has led me this way. And I'm like, I, truly just want to keep doing this. And it's, it's kind of cool too, because my husband has been doing the same job for, since he got out of college, he went to Europe for one year and then he got back when he was 23 and he's had the same job ever since. Um, the exact same company, great company and all that. But I think sometimes he needs a, he's, he's in finance, but he, he needs like creative outlet too. And it's been really cool for us to kind of connect and like on this level too, because it's so different for both of us. And, you know, it's basic, you know, now we're running a small business and he's, it's just me and him and I. So um, that's been kind of fun too, to kind of navigate and, you know, figure out as we go. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that what you touched on earlier about finding joy, even in like, we can hold both the hard moments and the joyful moments. And then it's, it's the two of them, holding space for each other that really creates more joy. Right. And, you know, as I launched this podcast right as COVID was um, sort of unfolding and I was saying, wow, like I'm starting a podcast called Rock Your Joy right? in something that feels not joyful. Right. <laughs> but that's the point, right? That it's messy being a mom and an entrepreneur and just being a woman is, but I love it because you're being perfect and messy. Yeah. But you're being very real about it. The other day you had posted something about like, I just, the other day I just needed a minute because I was at my, I was at my limit. So I took myself out of the situation. Like, yeah. I was like, Oh my gosh, that makes me feel so much better. Right. Cause we all need to hear that too. It's not like, and I think that's the other thing that I always say too. And I feel like for a long time I got caught up in it and is like, the whole comparison thing too. Um, one mm. of my friends, Cal always says, and I, I think Teddy Roosevelt said this first comparison is the thief of joy. And, no. um, we all get caught up in that. Right. And I think you can't do that obviously. Right. You know, it's just like right now you can't be like, Oh gosh, look how they're, they're, they're rocking their quarantine. It's like, no, no, we're all having our hard moments and we just got to be real about it. But, um, yeah. One day, at, One a day time. at a time. Yeah. But I think you're doing an amazing job. And I'm like, I want Anya to come talk to our mom's group. Yeah, I would love to. I would love to. So speaking of the mom's group, have you, how are you supporting that group or what's, how does that shift in this? Obviously you're not getting together in big groups. We're missing the in-person, but have you found that that community is coming together in a different way? Um, the answer to that is no. <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> I feel like some things I've had to like, let go of right now. And I'm like that, I'm like, I can't, there's too many things right now for me to like concentrate on. So I, I feel like we haven't really done, I, I feel like our connection is mainly in person. I don't do a lot online with that, um, except for kind of, you know, you know, my social media stuff. I've tried to incorporate some things, but um, it's more of that 
in-person connection. So I haven't really done much as far as keeping that connection going right now, but I feel like people understand too. I feel like they'll give me a break, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No judgment, yeah, exactly. no judgment. And in the future, right? Maybe there's something, everything is timing too. It's understanding like when, yeah, when people when it's the right time to say, okay, let's get together in a different right, way. Or... Right. Exactly. I know. Like I, you know, and I have enjoyed doing the, um, the zoom calls and people are doing that house party app now, like those, I, I have loved doing some of those too, just to kind of, you know, see my friends and not just, you know, hear their voices on the phone too. So maybe we should do yeah. one of those soon too. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then, you know, but it's, it is interesting to see, um, you know, sometimes the, the Zooms get, I get Zoom fatigue. Like I'm like, okay, I just, I can't, right? So oh, it's I know. trusting, trusting in you are so much the leader of that group too. And trusting that. That's exactly right. You'll know that. I actually own. prefer a small Zoom group. I don't know about you. Cause when there's too many people, I'm like, there's just, you know, too much going on. So. Yeah. It's a real yeah. thing. <laughs> that's our new, <laughs> that's our new reality, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. Well, thank you so much. I'm, I, you know, one of the fine, one of the questions I was, the, my final question was really about how you're cultivating joy. And I think you just dove right into that for me. So I didn't even need to ask it. It's such a part of who you are and what you're doing. And, um, my daughter, when I told her I was interviewing you was like, tell her how much I love her oh shirt. My gosh. And... See, that makes me so happy. I, I can't like when people <laughs> message me or tell me that it ma- it makes me, it gives me so much joy. So Thank yeah, you. And wonderful. thank you for all your support too. Oh, my pleasure. I love it. It's, I mean, it's a win-win. That's the yeah. point. Oh, well, hopefully I'll get Julia to see win-win. you in person soon and give you a giant hug. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to all of us having our, we might, we might have to do it on the, what did I see the other day about like grilling out front? Like we'd all be out in our front. Oh, that's, that's, the next, that's how we're going to ease back into it. Maybe. Oh gosh. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I look forward to a summer full of like grilling on <laughs> yeah. the front Social lawn. Social distancing, <laughs> grilling, barbecues. Oh gosh, that's the next yeah. thing. I know, I know. Well, I hope you enjoy the space and time up north and bring back some good weather when you come because yeah. we need it. Well, I know to the, today it wasn't very nice. I took a I took a walk in the rain, but it felt so good because I was alone, you know? <laughs> alone <laughs> time moments. is the new. Yeah. Yeah. Very precious, very precious. Well, I so appreciate you making the time, getting you know a little bit of quiet time to come and share your story. And yeah, so do I. Thank you so much. Share your vision. So thanks for popping yeah, of on. Of course. Enjoy the rest of your week. All right. Well, I'll talk to you soon. Sounds okay, great. Thanks. thanks. Okay. Bye. Bye. If you love this podcast, and I so hope you did, please subscribe. That way you'll get real-time updates anytime I post a new episode. Feeling inspired and want to share the joy? Leave a review so others can find the podcast more easily. Want to hang out more with me? You can find me on the interwebs at www.anyarock.com. That's A-I-N-E-R-O-C-K. And I'm also on Instagram at Anya underscore healthy living. Till next time, rock your joy. This episode was produced by Dante32.